in. Welcome to the bowels of Spiky Ball Studios. We're live from the Dutch Hall. Here's your host, Pete Van Dyke, folks. Two times. Uh, two times. Uh, huh? I didn't feel like it. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm a one, two time thing. I even had a two cookie. Time. If you did it right, I was going to give you one of the cookie ladies' oh. cookies. If you give me a proper and introduction, I'll give you two one. Time. Two time. President's Club Award winner, it's Pete Van Dyke, folks. Yeah. See, when you give me my credentials, see, there you go. Cookie. Cookie lady cookie early for Paul because he did it. I didn't know I could get stuff like that. I might get you to serve me a beer before the end of the night, Paul. Chuck. Good luck. Yeah. With a cookie on the line. No more uh, cookies for Paul unless he does something for you. Kev, you can, get, you can use it too. Remember that. You know, sometimes people, if you're watching at home, this is live from the Dutch Hall. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. We are the greatest, uh, or the only live-to-air Canadian late-night talk show and the greatest podcast ever gets started in a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. Woo. Bar none, because of these guys right here, the Nocturnal Emissions. That's right. And they're comprised this week of a, of a motley crew of people. Kevin uh, Belanger, right there on the back there. He's one, uh, uh, he, he, That's a French tickler, you know? This is a different Woo. introduction than normal. We usually play music, but people can hear me. And then that's the other electing German... Whiskey Wes Hagen's over there. And tonight, the very first time ever, uh, we've got just a walk-in. Vocalist comes off the street. I thought he was playing Pokemon out front of the church. I really did. And it turned out he, he ended up being a singer. Returning to the Dutch Hall, first time in Spiky Ball, Jay Preston, everybody. Yeah. Let's hear it from him at home. Woo. Put down the dishes, people. Clap for Jay Preston. And then my brother, Paul Van Dyke, you already know him because he got a cookie at the beginning of the show. <laughs> See? This is what happens. This is a show. Normally, when we do live from the Dutch Hall, what we'll do sometimes is I'll stew about these shows for weeks, sometimes even months, you know? There'll be an idea that kind of just brews and percolates in my brain. And then eventually, you know, we, it becomes reality. It becomes a show, you know? Like on October 10th, uh, this in a couple weeks coming up, October the 10th, it's a Thursday, right here in Spiky Ball Studios, we're going to be having a show... The, ro the birthday roast of Pete Van Dyke, it's yes. going to be. It's as a listener Woo. suggestion, Melissa Tiller. She gave it to us through feedback. There you go, Wes. Thank you very much, Kevin and Steve. I got the last note. You were the last one to be thanked because of that. Anyways, uh, Melissa Tiller gave us, she said, you should do a birthday roast. We said, yeah, sure, we'll do a birthday roast. No big deal. No big whoop. And uh, so what I did was started a book, people. We now have a lineup. This is the lineup for the birthday roast. We have coming down a roast, Pete Van Dyke. Um, Ty Wright, uh, he's uh, taking some time out from his tour with Jeff Leeson to uh, join the roast. We have uh, uh, Justin Gale from London, Ontario coming down. Yes. We have um, Matt Ferguson will be joining us. He's mean. He's probably going to make me cry. Yes. Yeah, he's very mean. We have uh, Joe Botello. Oh, man. What? <laughs> the Nocturnal Emissions will oh, be no. represented Woo! in this roast. Yeah. And for the very first time in life from the Dutch Hall history, uh, Tom O'Donnell will be here yeah. to roast us. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So, uh, Tom O'Donnell will be here. He's one of the funniest comics in the country, as far as I'm concerned. He makes me laugh the hardest of anybody I know. So I'm really happy to have him. It's such a stacked lineup. You'd never see a comedy show like this, let alone uh, they're coming here to just make me feel bad about myself. And if people th would take pleasure in seeing my pain and you'd like to come see that show live, you'd be uh, crazy not to. Just give us an email at livefromthedutchhallgmail.com and we'll make sure we can get you into Spiky Ball Studios to see that live performance. Uh, it's going to be a good one. And we'll get some emails out to shareholders and stuff like that to let you know all the details of that event. But this show, you know, that show's going to be weeks in planning, you know, to pull off a show of that magnitude. You know, we're going to pull it all the stops. It's my birthday show, Paul. You know, it's nothing that we take lightly here. We take it seriously, the birthday show, because if I'm not pleased on my birthday, right, there's hell to pay. We're going to need lots of vodka. Yes. <laughs> it usually makes me happy, eh? It's a way to calm me, eh? It's just to fill me with vodka and cigarettes. Cigarettes. Cigarettes and vodka. It's the cure for cancer, as it turns out, Steve. 
I've been shrinking my tumors with it. It turns out you don't, you didn't, did, no one tried it in the doses that I was, that I've tried it at. But anyways, this show, that show's a lot of work. October 10th, the Roast of Pete Van Dyke, a lot of work. The, this show, the one that you're watching right now or listening to right now, uh, no work went into this whatsoever. Half the band didn't show up, right? Yep. Normally when I don't write a show or plan a show or where my brain doesn't work, where I can get ideas for a show, like today my brain just thought of nothing. And then when I did have ideas, they were just really bad ideas, you know? And then, uh, so then it was just like more of nothing, you know? And then uh, I thought, well, normally, I would then turn to Charters and fucking hack on Charters, right? And he's, he's here, but he's quiet, you know? He doesn't say much. But, you know, he's, he, he's not here. That's okay. He was here last week, right? That's right. But, you know, Charles isn't here. You, normally what would I do? I would turn then to Mike. We'd talk sports, right? We could, we could always talk sports. Mike sure. likes sports. He's great at sports. Well, Mike, uh, Mike, and Mike is another person, also made the rule that if you uh, miss two weeks in a row, he would never miss two weeks in a row because that's kind of like bullshit, yeah. you know, to miss two weeks in a row, let alone a month, which you're fired for, right? <laughs> that's right. And uh, uh, Michael... Broke his own rule this week, and uh, therefore he must be punished as well. Yeah. Well, Dave doesn't need to be punished. He's all, he he told us a week in advance and all that stuff, and I give him one week grace. I think one week grace is allowed. You know, from time to time, you don't come west. I give you a break. I don't ride you too hard. You know. Yeah, we know it. you're busy, Wes. Yeah. You've got so, stuff to do right before this show. Yeah. Life sucks sometimes. Yeah. But Mike, yeah. Mike Bo could make it. All right, what Steve's, Steve's implying there, uh, Paul, I don't know if you know, do you know what Steve's implying there? Uh, band practice. Yeah, he said that uh, what, what uh, Mike did was he said he couldn't come tonight, but he could have Crown Lion practice, which means that Crown Lion is more important than uh, Nocturnal Emissions. Where, where Wes, Wes Higgins, the, the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions, my favorite, publicly I've <laughs> declared many times, he's my favorite person in the Nocturnal Emissions, Wes decides there is no uh, favorites here. I'm going to both practices because that's the kind of guy I am. I can't choose between my children. That's kind of the way Wes is, right? Yeah. Am I right there? You got it. Yeah, that's the kind of man he is. Michael, no. We are a second-rate band in Nocturnal Emissions. That's what he says, eh? And I say we because you came from my loins. You know that. That's right. And uh, where, Wes, you have done the admirable thing, and we're very pleased about that. But... Unfortunately, your punishment for this evening, or Michael's punishment, which is a double punishment, because he, 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 uh, he ranked us as being shit compared to Crown Lion, right? Mm -hmm. that's, that's number one, kicking the my balls. Two, two weeks in a row, motherfucker, I don't care if it is harvest, right? This is going to, you need to be punished, right? So I brought out the big artillery, Wes. I brought out the big guns. Grateful Dead. Opener. <laughs> I noticed. Brutal, right? Michael's sitting in a tractor. I'm sorry, you guys did a great job with the opener. It's just that I know Mike doesn't like Grateful Dead, right? No, he doesn't. I, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think I, he's ever heard a song. They could I have also never heard that fucking song. Before. Yeah. So. You did really well, though. Yeah, and then... It was easy. That's what I mean. Wes does the right thing, and I punish him, too. That's what we did, Steve. That's right. But it wasn't... It was because when you let it be Steve and Brandon alone uh, to their own devices, yep. they're going to choose the stuff they love. It was Fish or Grateful Dead. It was going to be something jammy, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. If, you, then, leave, if you leave Dave and Steve together... And then Jay shows up. Oh, and Jay shows up. Well, then it solidifies <laughs> the fact that... Salt. <laughs> but there's, but I, the only reason that I don't say anything, because it's not my cup of tea, the Grateful Dead. It's never been. I, and it's not that I... I just never... I think you have to go, like... Sucks. You gotta eat yeah. acid. <laughs> you gotta like suck that nitrous out of a balloon or something and yeah. fall down a few times and then... Uh, then you'll understand. And then I understand the Grateful Dead experience. Is that what it is? Steve, yeah. please tell me. You're deep <laughs> into it, man. I am. I am. I, once, you, uh, once you get it, you, you get it. Um, but if you don't get it... You gotta get it to get it. That's right. You gotta get do it. Do you have it. to do drugs to get it? No. No? The way no. he says it is that he does a lot of drugs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You did it, right? You tra- did you travel around with the Grateful Dead, Paul? No, I didn't. You didn't? Nope. Have you ever seen the Grateful Dead live? No. You never have? No. How about you, Steve? Technically, no. You have never seen the real Grateful Dead live? I never saw Jerry. Oh, well, then you're a piece of garbage. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? You should have seen him. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> he died. No, not when you were in your 20s, he died. I know. I know. Uh, they were, he was, uh, there was a show scheduled for the fall in Hamilton, and that was going to be my first show, and he died in August before tickets went on sale. And when, when, when do you start being a fan of his? I bought my first Dead album when I was in high school, so... And you never went to see him? No. Oh, I thought you were a travel around with them kind of thing. It was the 90s. There was lots of other stuff to, to go see. Right. Fish. I didn't see Fish till 2000. Really? weird to me, eh? Steven is weird to me. What did you see in the 90s then? <laughs> Who'd you go see in the 90s? I don't know. I saw like Neil Young and like a bunch of grunge. But you don't stuff. like grunge? Well, it's not the 90s anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really true. Liked it that 90s. is a fair point, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it's not the 90s anymore. It seems like it still is to me when I look in the mirror. It's like fucking always the 96. Always the 90s. Yeah. 93 is when I peaked. When did you peak, Paul? I'm still peaking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Still coming. So, like, uh, so anyways, uh, you watched a bunch of grunge bands. You didn't, you didn't follow, you, you didn't, fall, like, cause you, but you stayed with that shit, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Grunge, grunge is over, but Jerry's been dead as long as grunge has been gone. <laughs> For sure. But you, so you still listen to him, right? Yeah. So there's something else, is what I'm saying. There's a lot more to it. That one tickles your fancy somehow, right? It sure does. <laughs> he says it we- like gross, eh? You no. see how he does it? Yeah. And then, uh, so like, uh, but like certain music, you know, you hear it for the first time. Jay, you know this, right? Like if you hear it for the first time uh, or like something and it just does, it, it, it's this, it'll move you. Like it's your cup of tea, you know? Like Wes, you would have uh, like a heavy music. Yep. Like if you hear something that's like, Fucking uh, like uh, screaming, like angry shit into a microphone, right? Like Rawr! that sort of stuff. You're like, yeah, man. Like you'd like it. It moves you in the Absolutely. inside, yeah. right? And then, uh, but that one to me, nothing dead onto me, right? But then uh, Steve there, um, he likes the, the jammy stuff. He goes crazy for it. To me, dead, dead to me. Like it doesn't reach anything for me at all. And then like, pa. Uh, Pop country, you know? You know, everyone likes that, pop country? It's the worst. It's the worst, right? It makes me, like, ill, you know? And then, uh, but people love it. It's the most popular thing. It's all a book, you know? It's a book fucking shit country acts, right? Anyways, there's good country acts, too, as it turns out. But uh, there's not, uh, no one buys their shit. They only buy shit. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like the worse you are, the more people buy... It's because, you know what it is, Wes? No one's like us. That's what I think it is, Wes. They're all like fucking lizard people or something, you know? What do you think? You might be on something. Like, why? I find you can really hear that people do it either for the money or because they love it. Yeah? Yeah. That's the same reason people do porn, right? Isn't it? Mostly because they love it. The, no, I think it's for the money. You think it's for the money? You think those ladies love it? Oh, yeah. Mm, I don't think they, they love look, it. They look like they're enjoying it. The only type of pornography that I like is the one where I think it's not a real porno girl. I think it's like a real girl that got caught doing it. You know? Like, the more believable it is, like, if they if they like put, put a girl in a situation like where you don't think a girl would be, and then she all of a sudden they're fucking her, like, in the bathroom at a bar or something like that. You know what I mean? And you're like, that seems like that's a real waitress that that guy's fucking in the bar, you know? That, to me, I, it's probably a porno actress, and they set it all up to look like that, but not in my, like, in my mind, I like to suspend disbelief to go for what they were going for. And if I can put myself in that picture where that's a real bartender that's getting fucked in the to- toilet, you know, then I can believe that, you know? So if there's a little bit of shoddy camera work, a little bit of bad lighting, you know, sound's not that good. That's actually going to help, right? 
you'd think it would make it worse. But if it's too polished quality of porno, I find that um, I can't believe that that's a, that girl enjoys that cock in her ass, you know? I think that's just uh, her being paid as an actress to enjoy that cock in her ass, you know? I don't think, that seems like it would hurt to have that. <laughs> Anyone else think that? <laughs> this is what happens with the no ideas for a show. <laughs> Straight to the butt. You guys uh, think it would hurt to put something in your butt? Huh? <laughs> we should get to a segment we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Okay, welcome to Feedback, and we got feedback. Steven, I'm going to give you a spoiler, spoiler alert. In the next couple few minutes, after I get through various ads, like our one from Amazon, you know, like we just go to our website, and then you click on the Amazon banner, and then do shopping, and then we get the money, and then to that Amazon guy. Yeah. Well, uh, when I'm doing these ads, you think about the cookie lady thing, because it's going to happen. Oh, boy. Yeah. It is oh going boy. to happen, and I know you didn't think about it. And when I all I of a sudden it. I'd look at you, and there'd be like a, a moment of panic, right? So what I'm doing is spoiler alert. <laughs> we got a bunch of delicious cookies over there, and if we don't play that woman's song, we've committed a crime against humanity. What kind of cookies are they? I'm not telling you until no, it's I'm time. Be the, you gotta let me oh. build it. Oh, you do? Okay, it's Oreo, yes. uh, buttercream filling, but also Oreo with peanut buttercream filling. There's right. two kinds. And they're like not Oreos, like some bullshit made by Mr. Christie. It's not. It's not, Steve. Oh. If you even think that, I'm pissed off at you, right? <laughs> this is our cookie lady we're talking about here. Sorry, she doesn't mess around. I'm just telling you, if you fucking even think that for a second, that it's some sort of store bought Oreo, I'll punch in your teeth. Yeah, I've been around. I know it's yeah. not. Okay, I, know, I don't want to get too violent here, but. <laughs> it's cookies. Norpak. The beef people. <laughs> Yeah, Jordan, she made the Oreo part, the outside cookie part. Have you not had one of these before? Oh, oh my so God, good. Jordan. You know what? I almost don't want to give him one. <laughs> because <laughs> that would just be terrible to live that life where all the people on the show that, that just do it for nothing. Poor Jordan there, baby at home crying. Nobody's there to even like calm that baby down. Just flailing his arms in the night. But Jordan's here, and I'm not even going to give him a cookie. That's a prick move, Steve. <laughs> uh, you know who we got some feedback from? Who? Uh, Kevin Van Dungeon. No way. And his feedback is brought to you by um, uh, CleanFlow. Uh, CleanFlow, if you need something lubed up, Go to CleanFlow. They'll lube it for you. You ever put any honey goo on your old uh, sh schmegger there, Paulcha? <laughs> ever try to, like, uh, fit your... You know what I'm thinking? You know how... Um, Steve, you're an old man, right? Okay, uh, and this is, a, this is an aside. I'm just... Sorry, I know we have ads to do and everything, and Kevin Van Dungeon's got feedback, you know. But, but this came to my mind today, you know? I'm a 45, almost 46-year-old man, you know? And uh, what I was thinking was, like, my dick, when I turned around 40, it got to be plump, you know, like a heavy cock. You know what I'm saying, Jay? Like, it's like, uh, it, all of a sudden, like, nothing to speak of before, but, like, I hit, like, 40, and you always hear the pull of gravity of, like, your, make your balls go in the cold water or the toilet or whatever. That, this is a fact. This is a, a hard fact. But what people neg neglect to tell you, which is the positive side of that story, is that the gravity also pulls on your old wanger, you know? It pulls on the cock part, too. Gives it a nice girthiness, you know? And I believe it's because of nature, because what happens is, as women age as well, you know, they go through childbirth and et cetera, various uh, labors of, of a life, as we all know. Uh, and then uh, their vagina is not quite as, as, as uh, tight as it once was, not quite as... Uh, taunt you know paul you know what i mean 
So as a result, God gives you a, 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 a big fucking fat cock to put in a bigger hole, right? And then uh, also, you know how you get older, Paul, and your uh, cock, you know, even though it looks bigger and stuff, it's just shit. It doesn't get hard as it used to. You know, you, you can bend it a bit. It's got a bit of a bend to it. Even on its best day, you can, like, fucking bend it, you know? And that's uh, because if you try to put that thing in a 20-year-old girl's pussy, you know, it'll just fucking snap in half, right? Because you got too much bend in it. You need it to be hard as a rock to get into that, right? And wet. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Now you got this big old man cock. It's a fucking half limp. You put that into a tight little hole, it's going to fucking bend right in half. Like a, It's going to just fucking crumple, right? Am I wrong on this? It's God's way, is what I'm telling you, Paul. Don't, I don't want to have sex with a young woman anymore with my, <laughs> my less than turgid old man fat dick. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I hope my wife takes some solace in that when she goes to bed at night. You know what, Jane? Young vaginas? Not appealing to me at all. Because I don't want to break my cock in half. <laughs> like so. <laughs> thumb it in the old girls, so. Yeah, I'll thumb it in the old ladies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Anyways, no, I'm not allowed to do that either. Said something in church. Uh, all right, Kevin Van Dungeon, he said, hey, it's pretty awesome that the keyboard player from last week got a ride at, from the airport with the leader of the NDP party. Must have been pretty memorable for him. Great show as always. Cheers, fuckers. Sent from my iPhone. Does anyone get that? No? I don't know. Did that happen? Theodore Honeycroft got a ride from Yasmin Bleeth of, of the NDP wow. and Baywatch. Amazing. I might have had a couple of things wrong in that one. <laughs> and I also want to take this time to give a special happy birthday to a longtime listener and one of our biggest super fans, oh, yeah. also a shareholder of our program, Jen Husko. Happy belated birthday. You deserve every bit of happy birthday you got, Jen. Yeah. Now, each and every week, we get treated by these super fans who have done so many nice things for us. And the latest one that's, like, proven to be the, our favorite of all time is our very own Cookie Lady. We need to play her theme song, fellas. This week is very simple. It says, live from the Dutch Hall, Oreos, vanilla, and some peanut butter cream. Susan B., have a great show. It's easy like that, but you know what? It's a lot more fun. Steve, what I want you to do today, Kevin, I know you back there. Oh, you don't like it? I'm not having one, no. Oh, my goodness, eh? Kevin's spoiled, eh? too much of it's like It's like the person that's like... Uh, uh, like, we won't eat cabbage rolls from the Hungarian Hall because my mom's... Uh, uh, like they're delicious don't get me wrong they're delicious mm -hmm. but it's just like uh, we have them so often because my in-laws work there you know and they bring them home so then when we we eat them so often it's not as special but then when we watch other people eat them you can see their face light up because it's a special treat that's how it is with Kevin mm -hmm. he gets to eat these cookies all the time exactly so he, he doesn't understand how special they are to us <laughs> anyways Susan you are our favorite thank you you know the Haitian dwarf ranks below you, uh, I'm going to go the cheese lady, and I'm going to say this uh, because 
There's been a few weeks without a feedback from her. And no disrespect meant, Teresa from Second Mouse in Delhi, but you are ranked below the cookie lady. Oh. And that's what I do, I rank people, that's what I do. Some people say, have you ever heard the expression, you shouldn't judge people? Not stupid. <laughs> don't you think that's dumb? You go, you judge people, don't you, Wes? All day, every day. Yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah, I like it. It's fun when you don't even know them. You just watch them like eat their lunch at a restaurant, and then you you like say what they what their whole fucking thing is. You know? You ever do that, Jay? Where you see like a person sitting over there, and you're like, "What the hell is that guy doing with that person?" Right? You know? And you're like, uh, "I bet you." That's like his uh, niece or like his you know, stepdaughter, and like he, uh, she hates him, you know, and it's because like he's like fucking little too handsy, you know, you know. I like to do that at a restaurant, you know, with my wife, and then uh, she goes, "How do you know that?" And I'm like, I, "I don't know it for real, but come on, look at that fucking guy, a little handsy, right? A little handsy." Uh, you ever been felt up by an Uncle Paul? <laughs> huh? No. <laughs> no, neither me. Ah, my uncle's never laid a hand on me. Hey. Hey. Boring. Eh? <laughs> hey? Steve, I bet you've been fondled by an uncle. Nope. Really? It's <laughs> true. Small family? <laughs> it's just... No. You just had better looking relatives. I get it. No big deal. Were you an altar boy? I was not. Were you brought up Catholic? Yeah. But you never chose to be an altar boy? No. Oh, man. I was an altar boy. <laughs> yeah. What was that like? Were you an altar boy, Wes? Nope. Kevin? French stickler? No. <laughs> no? Were you Catholic growing up? No. No? I always think all French people are Catholics. Church so was a choice for me, or any sort of religion. It was kind of put forward as a choice. Oh, you Whatever weren't going to go? Want. Your mom never raised you that you're going to go to hell if you don't do nice no. things on Sunday? Nope. Oh, that's Be kind weird. To people, that's that. Pardon? Be kind to people. That's yeah. that. Isn't that simple? You know what I did one time? I read the Bible a bit. Not the whole thing. I did. But Matthew and a little bit of Mark, right? That's what I'm on to now. I, I'm still planning on reading the rest. But I read Matthew and some of Mark. Nothing like they taught me in school at all. Nothing at all. It's all uh, that's all it is. That second part. The first part is uh, bullshit. That whole uh, Old Testament, you know, it's garbage. That's what Jesus said too in the whole new one. So then I'm like, why are we still using the old one? And then uh, then there's a new one. So you don't keep using the fucking old one once you got a new one. Is what I'm saying. What, when you have a New Testament, you made a New Testament, you don't need the Old Testament, you fucking throw it out. <laughs> makes That's, sense. It it's makes logical. sense, right? But you guess where all the world problems come from? The old one, because everybody uses the old one. And then they all take the same bullshit out of the old one and was wrong. That's why they made the new one. Fucking, it's so simple. I don't understand why we missed that point. Half of the new one is Jesus talking about that old one's shit. <laughs> right? I, it's been a while since I read the Bible. It has? It has. Why, Stephen? Have you found some God? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about it on the show? <laughs> no? I don't want to talk about it at all. <laughs> How, I would say on a scale of 1 to 10, okay, no, this is be fun. Okay. We have to rank Kevin, all of us here on stage. Is right. Paul here? No, he's he, he, uh, anyways, Paul and me will we'll pretend we're the same person because it'll be easier, okay? Out of us, because Jay Preston said a goddamn word the whole show, right? <laughs> so you know we don't very little about Jay right here. So, but we have to rank all of us. Was there like uh, there's five listener. of us, five of us, and uh, who believes in God the most to the least? That's what I'm saying. I would say if you had to rank us here right now, because I. I'll do my ranking because I rank easy. Okay. I'm going to say, in believing in God, I'm going to go, uh, the biggest atheist would be Jay. And then uh, 
Kevin, then Steve, then Wes, then me. That's what I'm going. Oh, you might be right. <laughs> <laughs> you might be right. I had a five-way tie for where... For no one, no one. No one, <laughs> no one's in the lead. I don't really like... Um, I don't really believe that they got it. Anyone gets it right, you know. Like if there was something bigger than us, I don't think that that we would get it. <laughs> there's definitely higher consciousness. Yeah, there's stuff we don't understand. I mean, we're not. We can't even hear what a dog hears, right? No. We can't even I like can. uh, see what a bird sees. How can we think we know things? Everything, right? Stupid. That's what I say. But uh, it could be all together that there's a guy in the clouds and he's just judging us all the time and he's saying that guy did something wrong the one time and missed mass on New Year's. So he's not, not going to let you into heaven. You have to burn an eternal hellfire. But I doubt that's true. <laughs> that seems a little far-fetched, doesn't it? Uh, well, we better hope so because of what we're doing in the church. <laughs> this church? What do we do? Well, did you do something, Paul? <laughs> what did you I do? I don't know. I bet you you've done something here. <laughs> I haven't done that much. I just said cunt. Cunt <laughs> in a church? Yeah. That's. I had my insurance guy in here, uh, and uh, I, he's a man of religion, eh? He's a religious fella. Mm. And uh, he comes in here, and uh, I said fuck a few times when I was talking to him. And I didn't really realize I was doing it because I was raised poorly. And uh, <laughs> they uh, they told me... Uh, I, I, real, I caught myself doing it. I'm like, oh, geez, I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to say fuck because I was, um, I know you're a good man and stuff, hey? Eh? And he says, don't worry about it. You just said the F shot a few times. You didn't use the Lord's name in vain. And that's what I really have a problem with, is what he said. And I'm like, holy. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never would have considered that that would be worse, you know? Like if I said Jesus, uh, that, or even geez, who are you kidding? You know where you're going with that. <laughs> Straight to Jesus, you know? Or you even go, Lord, like, Lord Christ Almighty, you know? You see something like that? You are, that's, this guy would be fucking pissed at you, you know? But you say, fucking cunt, man. He's like, ah, that's all right. As far as I know, that's not God's name. Right? You're allowed to say that. That's how religion works. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> What time is it? Okay, so we have to... Uh, I watched this uh, thing, um, the Ken Burns documentary on country music. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. No, it's not ooh, Jordan. It was a fucking delight. Yeah, fuck you, know? you, Jordan. Why don't you like it? It's not about the country music. What I like was each story. Each story was a person that was like... Uh, comes from nothing. Like Comes from like... Uh, like in the middle of the mountains, you know, like a barefoot and, and like no um, frame of reference to think that they would have any ability to, from what they see around them, to accomplish what they ended up accomplishing in life, you know? Sure. And uh, so each one of those stories is fascinating and then how they make their decisions and how they do the things and what happened to them and stuff like that. To me, it's great, it's great stories through the whole thing. Um, and that's what I really like, I like about it. I, but I realize I like more country music than I, than I thought because I've heard so much bad country music. And then when you listen to actually good stuff, it's actually uh, like great stories. And, and like it's, they didn't even think of it back in the origins of it that it was even country music. They just thought it was music. Right. They just happened to, to sing that way because that's how their dad sang or their grandma or whatever. And that's what they did. It wasn't... Uh, that they were trying to create a, that country sound. Now it's all like awesome. algorithms on how to like make something that's going to sell, right? The only reason country sells is because uh, uh, the people in the center of the, uh, the people that listen to country music are stupid and they're too stupid to download uh, their own music. Is that true, Wes? Was it you that told me that? I don't think it was me, but it sounds right. Yeah, it sounds right, eh? It's like children's albums and country music are the only ones that still sell because people will buy gifts for kids and uh, people that don't know how to use computers uh, still buy country music. Yep. That's what I think. Uh, it makes sense. The Eagles' greatest hits is now the, uh, the best-selling album ever. What? It, yeah, it dethroned Michael Jackson's Thriller. It's the number one. It's all the boomers. The boomers would buy that. Boomers don't download it, but they would. Oh. Download it. So I agree with your theory. 
So it's people that people that would actually uh, that, ah. So it, that's why shit ends up selling well, is because it's just lame people that have money, <laughs> and then all the cool stuff. It would be cool people who know how to download stuff for free, so then they would never sell. So then that would never get a marketing push to, to be successful. Is that is that what you're trying to say, Steve? Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's why uh, good music is unpopular. Same with comedy. It's the same thing. Yep. If you're like a really funny comic that only the that 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 people who do it, like if you're a back of the room comic, like just for the people who are, you know, like where the other com comics in the back are laughing at your jokes, but the audience is like fucking stone cold silent. <laughs> And that 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 uh, those guys are like super respected, and but they're uh, never ever uh, make money. They're always broke. That's Makes the sense. truth. Yeah, that's the same with music, right? Yep. You have integrity. You have to give up money. If you want to be a dancing whore, you can be a dancing whore, right? Yeah, that's right. Who is Jordan. you? Jordan's a dancing whore. I can't wait. Anyone got some fives? Wes, me and you after the show. Did he fuck old Jordan? Eh? <laughs> uh, oh, that's gross even to think about, eh? Me, Wes, and Jordan? Yeah, no old train? <laughs> oh, it's awful. It's in my head now. It's like, I can see it a little bit. Stop. Oh, put your shirt back on, Jordan. God damn. <laughs> that's it. Anyways, uh... Do you think that I'm going to tell you a band? You tell me if you think they're country or not, okay? All right. Um, how about like uh, Steve Earle? Is he country? Country rock. Eh, okay, that's it. It's a that's a fence sitter uh, answer, I'd say, because it, but I'll I'll let it pass. What about? Um, what about like uh, someone like um, mm, like uh, uh, like the white? Okay, let's take the White Stripes, uh, uh, Hotel Yorba. Okay, is that a country song? More bluegrass. But that's still country, yeah, right? I mean, it's, it's, It'd be under the hillbilly umbrella. It's an acoustic guitar. It's upbeat. And like the raconteur is old enough, if that that song, that's a pretty country song, right? Some of them even have fiddles and everything in them. That's right. But I, I think isn't it the same as anything else? Like it's split up into categories. Even in country, you'd have like alternative country and pop country and like uh, maybe like uh, dance country or rock country or all that shit. Like, is it is that how it goes? It's got to be. Because like Grateful Dead, for example, uh, they have country songs, don't they? One hundred percent. And because uh, I would say a lot of those songs sound country to me. Mm -hmm. And like if you look at like uh, a lot it's of those good country. Yeah, it's good, good country, country, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I think too. There is good music out there, but once they put it in that category and then like they poke it up, yeah, then it, it loses all of its uh, luster to me. Plus, I don't like anything that gets too popular. I don't like when everyone's like getting all excited about something, and I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I don't want any mob mentality. I don't like joining the mob. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like to like separate because it seems crazy. Like I don't know why I should like what everyone likes. You know? That's right. It seems crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. I watched this uh, one time. I watched this guy. It was my very first concert ever. Right? We went to Kingswood Music Theater. We went to watch Samantha Fox. Whoa. Oh yeah. You know why I went? I went to ride the roller coasters at uh, Canada's Wonderland because I was 15 years old. And uh, my buddy, Portuguese guy, uh, loved Samantha Fox a lot because he saw her in uh, Devil and Miss Jones Part 4. <laughs> and uh, he, uh, he went absolutely apeshit when he saw Samantha Fox. Wow. Yeah, the crowd was in a dizzy, I'll tell you, when she sang Touch Me for the Encore. Yeesh. Remember that song, Wes? T nope. Touch Me by Samantha Fox? <laughs> no, I do not. Touch Me. Touch me, I want to feel your body, your heartbeat next to mine. You don't know that? No, Fuck it doesn't what? sound like something I would listen to. <laughs> that was your one big hit, yeah. Anyways, uh, this is fucking horrible is what I'm saying, but my buddy loved, loved her so much, he jumped the fence and like went to the front of the stage, 
He's up there at the front. He's got his shirt off. He's spinning his shirt above his head. Then he decides to go up on stage to uh, touch Samantha Fox, I oh, guess, because she was singing that to him. So he felt it was uh, appropriate to go touch her. Anyways, he got his ass beaten <laughs> yeah. by the old bouncers. They kicked the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh, wow. That was a fun... That was a fun show. Me and his brother Peter just in the back going like, I think he's going to be in jail, right? Like, do we, what are we going to tell your parents? They're waiting in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> the kid was only like 15, 16 years old, you know? Anyways, yeah. He had pictures, too. He's clicking pictures on his disposable camera, so he had pictures the whole time. And eventually, you just see this big arm coming at the <laughs> camera. You know, like... <laughs> Oh, I don't know if it, maybe it wasn't a, cr a crank camera then. Maybe it was a real camera. Because maybe this was a time where he brought his own camera from home with film in it. <laughs> this is, this is uh, 1989, you know? So, like, maybe they didn't even have disposable cameras then. It was probably a real camera. And you could just keep clicking it. 89. Hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Huh. Samantha Fox. Tiny little girl. Big tits. And uh, <laughs> one head. Anyways, this show this show's turned out like we we thought it would. Yep. Michael, I hope you're fucking happy at home. Yeah. I have no ideas for whatever. You know the, the to be honest with you though, the the next shows we have coming up are pretty good. We have actually some really good stuff on the horizon, so I'm pretty excited about it. And you know we are actually in the charts in Canada now and we've been there for a bit. Yes. And I didn't even want to say it because I didn't think it was that big of a deal, like being like top thousand, but then I realized there's like a lot of fucking podcasts. There's like a bazillion of these things. And then this isn't like of the made Canadian made podcast. It's, it's what the, what's listened to in Canada. Oh. So like even though like we have to compete with all the podcasts in the world yep. to be listened to. And then we still made we still made the chart. So we're I thank you to everyone who's helped us do that. Thank That's you. really good. We don't brag about that like we should because it's actually kind of like uh kind of a cool thing that's been happening and we were in the netherlands too but we can we just got kicked off of their chart uh, yeah fuck them how high did we make it there uh two uh i think we were like 245 with them huh. but you know we made it to 65th in denmark <laughs> yeah. 65th one Top month in denmark yeah that's the denmark. highest we've been in any country is denmark and right now, because Mexico doesn't have the top 1,000, they only have the top 500, we're on the Mexican charts, too. <laughs> and we're, uh, but we're, in, so we're like uh, in the 300s or something there. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Muchas gracias. yeah. Anyways, Paul, I want to give a shout out to Paul Van Dyke. Can we get a shot of him here on the couch here? This is our bartender. He's done nothing at all for the show today. And, uh, and he's now just completely bailed. And uh, I think he might even be... Is he there? Can anyone see him? He's gone. He bailed on us completely. He's not kidding. Yeah. That is a cock, man. Out of nowhere. He said he was going to do it, too. But then he just fucking did it. Yeah. Anyways, uh, if uh, anything else we should do to Michael or David because they of what they've done. Wes, you're the one that really was punished against your will. Like, well, what... Is there more that we should do? Tar and feather? Oh. We could do that to charters, but I don't know if we could pull it off with Mike. He'd fight us. <laughs> we might. Can, we could tar and feather Dave without even letting him know, eh? Because we have these things up there now. If we fill a bag full of feathers, now how do we get the tar on Dave? <laughs> Jordan just throws a pot of oil at him. Oh. No, because there's a lot of equipment. What if we sprayed him? We have that spray stuff from upstairs, you know? We'll do it away from the equipment. We have to hold them down, right? And then spray them outside. That'd we'll bring them outside. outside. Yeah. And then we'll bring them in here when he's all, like, goopy and stuff. Put a tarp down, you know? And then uh, <laughs> and then as soon as we're, like, he's, like, just catching his breath from being beaten and, like, dragged outside and sprayed down with this sticky spray and stuff, and he just catches his breath, then we fucking drop the bag he gets covered with flowers, you know, or not with flowers, with uh, feathers. And then uh, you look at him there and just, you know, blowing the feathers, they're all stuck to his face. He kind of gets the joke, right? And then uh, Wes, you just go up and hoof him in his balls. <laughs> hey?
Next week on Live from the Dutch Hall, Charters probably won't listen this late in the show. He usually listens to the song and then uh, not much else. So chances are he won't see it coming. We are, but uh, it, that's the thing is like the beginning part he might see coming. He's like, and then he'll know like, oh shit. But he he's still gonna be so flustered that he's not gonna see that ball kick coming. He's gonna forget that we even <laughs> talked about this. Like it's, I think it'll be worth it. Should we do it at the beginning or the end? The end, yeah. We might be able to have a, uh, a traveling camera so that when we we can drag him out, and maybe we can just uh, just throw the feathers at him outside and then <laughs> kick him when he's on the ground. <laughs> that might be a good idea. I don't know. Tomato, tomato. This hasn't been the longest show in the world, but it's exactly what we put at the, uh, worth the effort we put into it. Thank you, everyone, listening to us. If you'd like to, you want to wrap it up? Sure. Paul's gone. Everyone's gone. There's no reason that we're going to go any longer. Uh, we've failed our audience today. <laughs> Anyways, you can. Uh, oh, there's only seven more. We can do. Uh, we can. We can play a song on the way out or whatever. You want to do a game? It's weird facts. Actually, let's just call it a day. Fifty-three is close enough. So, uh, if you want to, please send us some feedback live from the Dutch. <laughs> That's live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. And hey, we had someone reach out to us for a private party. If you want to have music yeah. and or comedy, that's a good idea. We'll do that too. You can contact us or you can go to spikyballstudios at gmail.com. And that's a good way to get us to come out and, and uh, do a live event for you. And uh, if you would like to come out to the roast of Pete Van Dyke, get in touch with us and we're gonna, we'll uh, get you on mm -hmm. the guest list. Uh, again, we have uh, spaces are limited, but it should be a banger of a show. There's not not really mu um, many times you'd be able to see that lineup on one show together, so awesome. it, it should be a good uh, a good time. So if you're interested, please reach out to me, and we can get you here. Until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday.